thanks for taking the time to do this spider bite it is a pleasure to speak to first things first how are you doing right now starting with you nathan yeah i'm good man i'm really good i've had a good day at work sun shining i'm too fucking up mind but yeah not too bad thank you man just really anticipating this week really anticipating this week it's um feels like a lot has been kind of building up and riding up to this week um but i think in terms of kind of releasing music i'm the most anxious apprehensive that i've ever been but in such a good way in such a good way i'm really looking forward to I'm looking forward to Friday after just kind of seeing and hearing what people are starting to think about um, stuff that we've got coming out. So, yeah, doing good. Doing real good. How about you then, Dan? Um, yeah, I I feel all right. Um, today has been just very hot, but nothing uh, major to input. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. And just to see what everyone thinks of the tracks and um, how we get on with these songs on stage. Because there's a couple that we don't play live often, which would be Home and um, would be the other one. No, it would be just Home. Yeah, the other three we do play. So uh, we're going to see how that goes on Friday <laughs> at practice. So yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Right, Steve, you're back. Um, ask the question. How how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, enjoying some time off at the moment. I am back to work tomorrow. Uh, the lovely early riser of six a.m., which is going to be great. Um, but yeah, much the same as the rest of the boys. Looking forward to this weekend. Um, it's going to be good being back at back on stage again with the guys like i was trying to say a minute ago that we um we were quite busy over last weekend and it was it's, it's always nice getting together with the boys when it's just normal life is so full on at the same time it can't be understated that ultimately you know you have to balance real life with this stuff so it's incredible that you're able to even do what you've uh what you do up to this point let alone what you've done in the past as well uh connor how about you I'm I'm very good, thank you. Again, same as everyone else, very sweaty. <laughs> Looking forward to all the shows. Well, the show, that that <laughs> one particular show, and having everyone listen to our music. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good, interesting week. So I'm looking forward to it. And we touched upon it already several times. Of course, basically, this is the week, the gearing up nicely for the release of your new EP, The Taste of Filth. As of the time recording, it's out in a few days' time. Now, um, I guess I kind of want to gauge all your opinions on this, but is it fair to call this EP a bit of a new dawn for Spider-Bite? Starting with you again, Nathan. Uh, yeah, I've been saying it to everyone that I've been speaking to with regards to how the band's progressed. Um, nothing that there was like kind of in my mind wrong with what uh, what we've done before, what's preceded uh, Filth, but there's but i don't know it seemed like there was a kind of a turning point around covid where i actually took a look back at what i wanted the music to sound like i started listening to a couple of different bands i started honing in on what what makes what makes me tick about their sound not saying that i kind of lifted stuff from them but i was like right okay that's really cool how do i kind of fit myself into that mm. um and then started writing for so i started writing for me initially uh, as I as I always have done, 
but then I kind of think about like a larger scope about like what I personally think an audience might prefer to listen to. Um, and if I were to put that side by side with what we've got now in uh, in filth and what we've got in like addictive and when the lights go out, the music has progressed. It's matured um, lyrically and musically. Um, I don't know whether my three years of uni have, have done fuck all in order in order to try and like bolster how I actually write music now. Um, but I, yeah, it's, it's such a different band. And I think honestly, and I've said it a lot to a lot of people that have, um, to that have asked us in the past, working with Steve, it's brought in like a totally new different dynamic. It's nice to work with a guitarist that brings something to the table. Um, not even just the part writing, like lyric writing, harmonies, um, basically building the scope for a bigger and better song and he's he's played such a massive part he did he did a, um all of the vocal production uh that you hear on the ep um the, yeah the band's just matured it's it's totally matured and i've been saying to people um a couple of gigs and festivals that i've attended in the past couple of weeks um whilst not for this ep specifically i've got stuff written for the next stuff coming up um music hasn't even been written lyrics has been mm. written melody hasn't been, melody has been written rather and i can already tell that it's going to fit right in with stuff that we're doing after filth it's it's just a total progression and honestly i'm really excited for what's coming up next well considering your name came up there steve i'll jump to you then what do you, what's your response to that well to that incredible heavy praise of course but also your feelings <laughs> on how this dawn um this new dawn is i mean it's uh it's funny hearing Nathan like a sugarcoat it in such a way like that. Like I, I really appreciate how the boys do just like big, big me up in a way. Like I, I never had really had the experience of like auditioning for a band like back a couple of years ago now when, when it did go out and I was, I was like hesitant at first about going for it. Just again, it was like a new, new door for me. Um, getting the part and then, coming in and like much like nathan has said about like three years of uni i've only just pretty much finished my university degrees and the amount of experience that i've been able to take from that in, in terms of like not just being a guitarist but being a songwriter or just a music listener or a producer or like looking at things from a different perspective that you would just oh yeah i'm a lead guitarist and i write guitar riffs and guitar solos like i I try and look at the music that I do as like so much more than that. And what can like, I bring to the table just as myself um, but to hear the compliments that I get from the guys is like, it's, it's always puts a smile on my face. Um, being, being part of the whole like songwriting team, I guess with this, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to just seeing that reward and, and, and like the others have said, listening to, what people do have to say about this um we've already had a review come in that has just kind of shown us that we can like get what we want to get to it's, it's becoming even more rewarding making it all the more worthwhile with the blood sweat and tears that goes into things like this Incredible. Um, jumping to you now, Dan, your feelings on this being a new dawn for Spiderbite? Think you're on mute. 
You're mute. It's been a long day, Carl. Um, what can I say? Um, I would definitely say um, it's a new turning point. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely a lot different from what we usually do because um, we usually just do our own thing and write whatever we want. And whereas this is kind of, it's kind of like that this time, but it's more uh, focused. And um, whereas we've had a few like setbacks um, due to, um, yeah, just not right time, not the right place. But um, it's taken too long. I think to get it all together way too long, but I feel it's been worth it. And I hear that reception from the crowd whenever we play one of our new songs, you know, or people that haven't heard us before and they just think, well, yeah, it's all new to them. And uh, I can really tell the CP will be a crowd pleaser. Definitely. And I, I really do like playing a lot of the songs. Like uh, Hooked has really grown on me quite a bit. Um, Home, um, admittedly, it was it wasn't my favorite song, but again, that has grown on me as well. And um, yeah, when when I heard it on the EP, it I don't know. It's just, made me feel something I hadn't felt before <laughs> and I was just like just that ending harmony struck a chord with me so to speak but um yeah I'm I'm really excited for it I'm excited to show everyone what's to come good 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 stuff and uh Connor um your thoughts then on this new dawn for spider bite and where you feel uh well you feel you're heading yeah it's um it's a good phrase to use, actually, in New Dawn, because it has been the last few years since uh, since COVID went around and everybody being locked away and everything. It really has been such a change in this band with um, members leaving and different circumstances, life just playing out the way it does. So the way we are now is, yeah, if you'd asked us three years ago <laughs> to, see us, to see us as a four-piece even would have been ridiculous we never even considered it before uh you know I'll, I'll take a leaf out of nathan's book i'll beat steve up a little bit more he's uh he's brought a nice little harmony into here musically and uh and otherwise yeah um and going off what dan said it's he was saying that there's um or what i interpreted was that this ep it does seem to have I don't know. In in my my thoughts, it it kind of goes in a slightly different direction in that it's just got an influence from everybody has come in, and uh, we we pride ourselves on being a glammy sleazy band, but I don't think you have to like glam or sleaze to like this. I think this has just got a bit of 
you know, there's a there's a bit of a power metal in there because they let me write a song. I'll never do that again. There's a there's a bit of, <laughs> there's a bit of like pop punk in there, and there's a bit of like groovy bluesy stuff. There's any sort of rock and metal. I think I think we've ticked all the boxes. I'm really really mm. looking forward to it. And yeah, if this is the way we keep going, assuming people do like it as much as we do, then I'm really really excited. I'm going to get you to follow up on something. I mean, you've all mentioned uh, just circumstances and things that changed and have basically led you to where you are right now. But is it fair to say there's a certain level of maturity that now exists within Spider-Bite that perhaps didn't say a decade ago? Sorry, um, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, Connor, you was directly, yeah, two years oh, up. <laughs> so I didn't want to step on anyone's toes yet. Um, yeah, I I think there is. I mean, <laughs> maturity is a very strong word to describe a group of lads like us. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think there is. I think we've all we've all come out of um, you know, when you've been together as long as we have as a collective. Again, Steve's not been here as long, but even he's been here a couple of years, and he's probably seen himself just how things have do just sort of change with time in this band and mostly for better sometimes for worse but yeah i i, I think uh yeah mature we're, we're certainly mature and we're growing up anybody else want to add something to that it just i just echo what uh what connor says i guess i kind of i kind of look at it maturity wise objectively from um from like songwriting where i kind of tend to dip my toes in heavily with the, with the songwriting now that i'm obviously kind of taking influence from other people as well um i i do notice a bit more of a maturity about the whole thing i i notice it also in our shows the way we conduct ourselves in front of like audiences and crowds the crowd participation we've all learned we've all grown um which you can, which honestly you can hope to do. We haven't been twelve years deep into being in the band, you know. Um, it's been a long ass time, you know. We 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 started this band when like Connor and I were fourteen, even probably earlier than that, you know. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it, we've we've definitely matured in some in some senses. Um, <laughs> not not in many others. <laughs> I I I would even go as far to argue. Uh, in terms of maturity, uh, we we've matured in music, mm. but we've become more sillier um, <laughs> in humour, I suppose. And you can tell that reflects on some of our shows. I don't know. I've just been kind of combining it in some of the shows recently, and people kind of. Um, they respond to that positively and because you know you like a show you, you go to a show to forget life and just to be in the moment and just forget about bills and adult life for a while and uh, just step into a story kind of thing and I feel like we provide that so yeah. To follow on to follow on from what Dan said, if you were to take anything from the uh, from the EP that we're bringing out, musically, we've matured. Lyrically, we ain't. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> if anything, we got worse. <laughs> yes, a lot more silly. I mean, you're still having fun. Ultimately, that's what matters. And that is going to come through when you're on stage. Uh, you know, nobody wants to stand and watch a bunch of artists looking pole-faced and like they wish they were anywhere else there. If you're having fun on stage, it will bleed into the crowd. Totally. Um, Steve, I'm going to come to you now. Have you been buoyed by the response to Hook? So your concerns maybe about how the EP might be received. Hook comes out gets a really strong response. Does that kind of relax you a little bit about how the overall thing might be received? In all honesty, um, it's not something that is massively even playing on my mind. Obviously, the, the, like there's the anticipation and I'm excited to see that reaction, but I have a, I have a very certain philosophy with music that I am part of where it comes to, like, f for me, it's, I'm not doing it for like anyone else apart from my own enjoyment like i mm -hmm. set a goal ages ago that i just wanted to do to do music i wanted to do music and music that i enjoyed um i had roots in the sort of 80s when i started gigging as a professional if you want to call it that musician so the fact that all of this has kind of come come back to a really comfortable home for me um and being just just being able to have like as much fun as we do like that there, there are stresses like you can't get away from them but like the, it's it's not about how good or bad the songs do or how many people like really don't like it or they want to comment and and say whatever they want to say about it like it's we still get to get up on stage and gig and perform to people who do want to come and see us and do want to listen and and do reflect that energy back at us in that environment but the spotify is is not gonna pay my bills for me and that's something i accepted a very long time ago <laughs> it's it's not it's not about that it's on stage with three really good mates of mine who i have not known nearly as long as they've known each other it's it's, it's become a family and again it, it just it just adds to the values that i take from being able to do music well said, well said. Anyone else want to kind of jump in if you've got some thoughts on uh, how Hooked has made you feel about the overall EP being received? Don't get me wrong. I think when when I wrote Hooked, there was something almost kind of significant in the name feeling that it was going to hook people and that it was going to, it again, showcase a different part of the band. Um and I, and I do feel the same about about the rest of the EP. Don't get me wrong, I'm apprehensive about how it is going to be received. I hope I hope people love it as much as I do. Um, where I've been the songwriter for parts of it, I do hope people respond to it well and they can they can all find different little pockets that they are going to enjoy. As Connor said uh, earlier, there's different. Each song has got a different kind of feel for almost almost all of us almost all of us um yeah i mean i mean hooked hook did really well in my opinion and it's and there's still chances for it to grow um we had a blast making the video i had a we, we all had a blast uh recording it um not just the video the track as well um but yeah obviously you get you get past that first hurdle of bringing out the single and then you got the oh shit there's an ep coming out as well um, which we didn't have with our last single. We didn't have that with Double Dose. I think mm. because of the round of time that we were going through uh, member changes, 
we were um we were struggling to kind of write songs and with it being almost like the height of covid i think we released we recorded the video april like maybe two days after the uh, the restrictions lifted back in 2021 um so everything was still kind of fresh and then band member wise stuff started to kind of crumble a little bit um until you get to the foundations of where the band is now um so yeah i mean uh hooked hooked came from like a song from that i started back at uni and there was just something back then where i where i had like a positive feeling about it and yeah it seems to have followed through with the rest of the ep yeah i'm I'm just really looking forward to finally getting it out there i think i think that's the kind of way with every musician when when you've got that new that new bit of music and you're sitting on it you're like fuck i just want to get it out there you know i'm so so desperate to get it out there and we've yeah some of the songs three of the songs we've, we've been playing live in our set for for a while now hooked mm-hmm. longer than um than the other two definitely um there's something different especially in home is where the heart don't hurt where i think it's going to kind of almost captivate a different it's going to captivate i feel like it's going to captivate the audience i feel like it's going to captivate a different emotion in the audience if you were to actually take a step back listen to the lyrics you start getting a little bit deeper into where we were where i was in you know in the band at the time Right, that's perfect then because we're now going to talk about something specific. Each track has its own vibe. I've heard this EP, a review is written. It's not out yet. I think it goes out maybe time recording Thursday afternoon. But I want to talk about the last track in the EP in particular, Home is Where the Heart Don't Hurt. As, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about a notable difference in Spider Bite Sound, this might be a good example to point someone towards. So, talk to me, um, whoever's best place for this, about the creation of this track and what you wanted to say with it. If you guys are cool, I'll um, I'll take this one. If that's all right. Yeah. Um, Home is Where the Heart Don't Hurt came from uh, a sense of longing, a sense of. Um, a sense of wanting to be around people at the right time. It was written around the beginning of COVID. Um, I was in a bad mental mental place. Um, I was dealing with a lot of bad shit um, and not dealing with it in the right way. Um, and the sense and the feeling, I think, of being away from uh, family members, as I think that we all felt around um, COVID especially, I mean, obviously, being in the band with definitely Dan and uh, Connor at the time, I know that we struggled with it hard. We some of, we all kind of lived together down down in Brighton, but I know that we struggled with it hard. Um, not being able to see our friends properly, our families properly, um, and it was just one of those kind of light bulb moments where I just thought, "Fuck this! Just this really doesn't something just doesn't feel right." Um, and I almost kind of placed myself in um in a family and in a caregiver's um perspective put them put put myself in that caregiver's shoes um the lyrics were essentially written about a uh, a young person who at the time i was trying to kind of get into a line of work i part of my job is a youth worker and and i wanted to and i knew that i kind of wanted to go down that road um part of my 
part of the lyrics kind of came from a young person that has been so heavily involved in drug culture, drug life, um, basically turning themselves into a mess. Um, and it's basically a plea from parents' perspective and a caregiver's perspective, friends, family, um, saying that you've always got like a you've always got a place here, you've always got a place at home. Um having been in positions before, I know how tough it is to kind of reach out to people uh and to and to, you know, ask for help. Um and that's kind of where that title came from. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but it just it just came to me one day home is where the heart don't hurt you know that you're always going to have people at home you know that whenever you're there your heart isn't going to hurt and you, and you know that you're always cared for and respected yeah it it came it came from it came from the covid times and you know as we kind of found throughout it did get harder for a couple of people um i don't think it was easy for anyone to be honest um but yeah that's that's essentially where the song came from it's it's weird contrasting it's it's very juxtaposed you listen to the lyrics they're quite they're quite deep they deal with a lot of heavy shit you listen yeah. to the music it's t- it's uplifting it... it's we, we you know as much as we try to move forward and past uh the sort of hefty part of the pandemic period and so on it's still shadow looms over things and you know it's incredible of course that you were able to carry on following it, particularly um, what you described there. Do you think you're stronger, though, for the challenges you faced because of all of that? I guess trying to find some bit of positivity out of such a negative situation. And I'd love for you all to offer an opinion on this uh, so whoever wants to take it away. Me, personally, I wouldn't ever try and find myself in that fucking situation again. It was a horrible situation, and I'm glad I am where I am now because of my family and my bandmates. That's it. I'm I'm quite lucky. I've never really been in that situation, but I do love the song. I <laughs> it always kind of makes me laugh how uh, us a very happy, tongue in cheek, <laughs> glam sleaze metal band basically wrote a My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's actually my favorite on the EP, and I've uh, weirdly enough, I've never really deeply listened to the lyrics. So there we go. I'm going to actually listen to the song again and uh, and see what that's all about. Cheers, Nate. <laughs> Just make sure you got your Kleenex, Andy. That's all right, mate. I have something to confess. Mm. I did actually cry to the song when I listened to it mastered in full on the speakers. And um, I-, I won't admit that you know, <laughs> all the time. But um, I laid down. I wasn't looking at anything. I was just listening to it. And um, I think what started the waterworks totally was when it struck, like, the last harmony, I suppose. I was like, shit, <laughs> it hit me. <laughs> and um, when you listen to the lyrics, it is heart-wrenching i remember um i um let my other half listen to it and um she even said this is a really sad song but i love it like it is heart-wrenching but uh it is really good so yeah 
Well done. <laughs> Look at you, Steve. I gotta say, out out of the four the four songs, it is the one at the moment that I like I'm least familiar with, but it's mm. the one that I remember producing the most. Um I don't know what strikes me to go down the route of the, the, the sort of vocal production and, and, and harmonizing layers that we we did in the room that Nathan is in, I believe. Um yeah it was it it had already been i think quite a long mm. but just being being able to sort of like let loose and actually just go down a creative path like like we did with this one um and just kind of seeing what comes out at the end of it i i, I really enjoyed that about all of this and working working with Dan from like a producer's perspective um, and just being able to sit there and track vocals or track vocals alongside him as well. Um, and the same with the rest of the guys or orchestrating it in, in, in a way it's, it's very um, fulfilling, I think is the right word. Um, I get another example of how I think I've made the right choice ages ago, deciding to go down this very, not very, bill paying job career as a musician as it currently is um it's, it's just that re rewarding experience um of being able to just make something well then with this next one we'll start with you then steve for this basically and it's from that um what would be a result uh from this ep six months down the line that you'll be able to look back on and point out and say I'm really satisfied with what that EP did for us uh, in whatever way. Uh, that's, uh, it's tough to say. Um, mm. Again, like not, not, not coming from a place of like not as much experience within the band. Uh, I think for, for, for me and just my take on where it would be nice to sort of like see things coming in in like six months time getting getting the bigger festival slots that we are so keen to to go out and play yeah it's like it's, a festival is everyone's favorite live music environment like even even in the rain or or snow or, or blazing heat or whatever it is people love being at a festival they love being able to get lost in an environment like that um and being the ones to be on stage giving that back like from the from the times where we have done it recently over this summer it's it's great fun like lugging gear six hours seven hours up and down the country to play a 30 45 minute set on a stage in front of a bunch of people who have never seen you before is again it's just great um being able to see that response and and, and see a demand for us to be playing those kind of slots would would, would kind of be my success from this Connor, six months down the line, you're looking back and you want to measure this EP success. What you got for me? Oh, I can't even think of what I want tomorrow, to be honest. <laughs> six months down the line. Yeah, I think what, what I want to get out of this is just keep that fan base building, keep people happy listening to the music. I want to get I, I want to get the festival's attention, all, all the 
all the festivals around the country at the moment, there's so many that are putting on so many great things or all bands kind of a similar sort of thing to us. Mm. So I'd like to, I'd like to kind of get on their radar and go, boy, you have a listen to this. You notice us. And then come and see us live because it's even better in person. I think, yeah, just keep growing. That's all I want to do with this. Just keep it going. Dan? Um, I, I'm very much in the same boat. I, I want to be, um, well, I'd like the band to be, um, hitting the bigger festival slots and, um, hoping we have something else in the pipeline by that point as well. Mm. So more songwriting, um, more experimenting on stage and um yeah i want to hear what everyone is kind of thinking by then like do they still like it and hopefully by then we do have something else so yeah yeah nathan yeah, I echo echo what everyone else has said. Um, festival wise, yeah, definitely, I'd I'd love to be hitting up some of the um, bigger festivals next year. I know, obviously, you got um, Stone Dead and Call of the Wild. Um, Call of the Wild is one I'm super keen to play, especially looking at the lineup that they had last year. Mm. Um, me personally, I'd, I'd like to reach out to some of the some of the bands, some of the bands that we've kind of seen. I definitely over the past couple of years since COVID's been kicking about um, that have made waves. I'd like to kind of get in, get in touch with them and say like, if you, if you like this kind of sound, maybe we'd be like a, the right band for you. Even if it's just a gig or like a, you know, if, if we are lucky enough to get on a tour support, a tour is a must in my opinion. Well, fucking begging to get out on a proper tour. Um, but yeah, just to kind of hit up those bands that I, that I feel like we'd, would gel well with and with that we'd have a good time with good crack um that'd be great um getting on some um getting on some decent support tours for some of the kind of bigger bands that used to be around back in the 80s off the back of the ep Mm. would be really cool um you know I've, i've spoken about it over like since we've been speaking i think the merit that it holds itself just this ep compared to some of the other stuff that we've done um is like night and day totally night and day i think if you were to put us on a tour um with some of the bigger bands from back in the 80s where they do come over and do some of the places like um the tivoli and the underworld for example yeah uh to name a few um if you were to give them what we had back in the day like around the time that covid kicked off and even before that i could understand them being a little bit hesitant i have such faith in these in these four songs that it's enough to just just tip it over the mark and just say like right we're here we're gonna we're gonna fucking come and and bring you all we got we, we've got our own game let's match it you know um yeah it is it about the recognition sure it but it's also about getting to play in front of the people that we don't get a chance to play of in play in front of a lot i think one of them one of my one of my biggest musts off the back of the ep is making sure that it gets up the country rather than south um i feel like i feel like 
we're, we're making a we're making more of a name for ourselves in the south mm-hmm. um as has been shown in the past couple of uh past couple of months but where we have played more northerly this year obviously we're with us being southern lads we don't get to play up there that much and if we do sometimes it's not it, sometimes it's just like a gig a week if, if yeah. we could uh, a gig on the weekend if we can't find anything else um so yeah getting to play more north off the back of the ep would be really fucking cool yeah and the scene up north is incredibly strong as well so the amount of good bands up there that you could hook up would be amazing um totally. but yeah i mean of course ep launch show on the 9th of september poco loco in chatham so uh three words you've all got three words for this only for those who've never seen you live, which, if you're from our neck of the woods, should be simply unacceptable. Not impossible, just unacceptable. Um, describe in you, from your perspective, in three words, what a Spider-Bite live show is like today. It's loud. Um, it's rude. <laughs> uh, and it's fun. I think if you if you're if you're coming into one of our gigs and you're bringing at least one of those three elements, we'll match the other two definitely. There it is. It's, all, uh, it's Dan, all about the good times. Dan, three words. Turn your mic on. <laughs> Still He's just off. Gone, nah, fuck yeah. I've got too many words. <laughs> It's still off, Dan. Come on, Dan. We've got another interview soon. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Dan's just gone, fuck you. (laughs) You're still muted, mate. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Electrifying, hard and silly. Yes. Connor, keep this one quick. Dirty, sweaty, sleazy. And Steve. Um, intense. I'm gonna have to agree with Connor and say sweaty. Um oh, colourful. Yeah, colourful. <laughs> I think I agree with every one of them. I haven't seen you live before. Throwing things like exciting as well um, and enigmatic, really, you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I wish you best luck for 9th September. Hot sauce. Who here, have you actually tried this hot sauce? Because, you know, yeah, man. Yes. is it good? It's, it's fucking banging. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is the tits. And shout out to Rory from Graphics Fix for hitting us up. And um, Dan from Chile of the Valley. Because that thing rips. It is so nice. And I love hot sauce. We we all I think we all love hot sauce. Uh but yeah, it kicks ass totally. We should definitely get it on hot ones, just saying. That'd be <laughs> sick. That'd be sick. That would be so cool. I guess we're not quite done yet, but this is a quick, quick fire round. Uh, we're going to quickly fly through some of this. First things first for people, just remember, Friday the 8th of September, The Taste of Filth is a new EP. It is out and the 9th of September for the EP Lord Show and hopefully a very, very busy end of the year into 2024. Guys, randomised questions from this guy, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, I will pick the person, randomly pull these cards out and uh, you'll answer them. So we'll start with, uh, let's start with Steve. Steve, what was the last TV show you binge watched. Oh, Family Guy. 
the entire that's like 20 odd seasons oh okay sorry in, in full um oh like, probably futurama actually but but the entirety of futurama <laughs> before yeah, that it was uh two and a half men wow okay uh let's do nathan next what is your drunk food of choice Ah, oh, pizza yeah. What, pizza. yeah. It's got to be a mate face. It's got to be a mate face. The is. matier, the better. <laughs> right, Dan, you're up. Uh, have you ever had a diva moment on stage? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can you think of one? Um, I think it was when... Um, oh, it was a very long time ago. I remember one time it was in Chelmsford in Essex. I think I was trying to talk on stage and then Connor just goes in, like, fuck it, you know? <laughs> and then I'm just like, what the fuck? It's not my fault you were taking too long. <laughs> I was trying to flesh it out. <laughs> Very good. Have All a right. word on stage. Connor, if you could live in a different era of time, what would you choose and why? Different era of time. Hmm. Uh, I it's it's got to be the nineteen eighties, hasn't it? For all the reasons that Spider Bite even exists. Right answer. <laughs> right, we come back to you then, Steve. What is the one thing you should always take to a festival? So your go-to thing. <laughs> Outside toilet of the roll. obvious, don't say a tent. Oh, toilet roll. Oh, there it is. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, you need to de-stress. What might you do to help that? This is a PG show, and I'm not sure I can say the first thing that just came to the end. <laughs> it's not a PG show. We are we 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 are an over eighteen website and channel. We're an over eighteen. We all know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, okay. If you're single, pull some cheese. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, uh, right. What we got? What we got? Dan, pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Maybe. I don't like it, but I don't mind it. It's not marmite. <laughs> no, it isn't. That's why I said. I love like it, but I don't, kind of thing. I can live without it. Okay. All right. Connor, what is your worst habit? My worst habit? Mm. Probably picking my nose. Yeah, that's a bad one. <laughs> All right, one more. All right that's, that's one thing. Oh, we're going to do one more quick fly round again. Steve, what is an achievement you were quite proud of? Um... Oh, I did university. I didn't. I, I very nearly didn't do university, but I eventually talked myself into actually doing it. Um, and I'm so glad that I did. And congratulations on completing the degree. It's an incredible feat. Nothing should ever be um, should never not should, should never be understated. Thank you, Nathan. What is a recent experience that made you feel old? Um, I woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought that was going to be a, a story, but that's just it. No, no, generally, man, I'm fucked with sciatica and bad limbs and bad pains and shit. <laughs> no, all right. Actually, if if you do ask me, if you do ask me, um, being being a youth worker, I do have to sometimes like, and where I do music sessions mostly, um, I impart a lot of my old school music knowledge into um into some of the kids and say like oh go and check these guys out and they're like oh that's so 2007 like fucking shut up <laughs> that's not old <laughs> <laughs> all right dan that one is blank for some reason uh have you ever been so scared you just closed your eyes and ran away um yes but it's usually from um, uh, violent confrontations. So when I was a teenager, mm. I would somehow get into a few fights. Not on purpose, obviously. It just happens because I look different. And then, um, yeah, I'll just close my eyes and fucking leg get it. Out of there. If I was on my own, if I was with my mates, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rumble time. All right. Uh, last but not least, then Connor, a lively party or a quiet walk in the woods? What kind of guy are you? <laughs> uh, a few years ago, I definitely would have liked to party, but I. <laughs> there's nothing quite as nice as a walk alone in the woods nowadays. That's up. Specifically so alone. That is the part that gets snipped out and goes up and says, Spider Bite have lost their edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Party every night. <laughs> I know it is. And um, yeah, the taste of filth out in a few days' time. Gents. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Best of luck with the release and the um, the launch show as well. Look forward to seeing what comes next. And yeah, thanks for doing this. Cheers, mate. Thank you so Thank much you for having us. Man. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbl.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for? <laughs>